0: In a few minutes live catch the broadcast on 959coza I guess first things first, looking at uh, the uh, update that you've shared with us, uh, it really does show a sense of resilience and uh, amazing competitiveness uh, on both the consumer side but also for clicks as a business. Uh, share your overview uh, on uh, your thoughts on your operational performance here.
1: Well, first of all, you know, I really have to give kudos to Vikash Singh and the team at Clix. They did a phenomenal job selecting the right products, you know, deciding which products to be on promotion. You know, the space allocations that they've done within the stores itself. And then, of course, the pricing Um, and then not forgetting that every single uh, employee within our stores understood that this is the time that we really have to make special, memorable shopping experiences for customers. And we were rewarded in terms of really a fantastic performance in the retail business in particular. 100%.
0: I'm quite intrigued though if we do take a look at some of the metrics, especially the numbers, uh, the selling price inflation around 7.5%, which I guess does show that uh, not only have your stores been under pressure, but we as consumers have also been feeling this. Your thoughts on how this compares to previous trading conditions?
1: Well, I think, you know, if you look at um, inflation that we reported in the prior year, it was 6.8%. So an increase really uh, in inflation of about 0.7%. Um, And consumers really, really, really are struggling, you know, very, very constrained. And that's where it's so important to be a value retailer such as we are. And we're very specific in understanding our our value positioning, uh, as well as, of course, ease of access for the consumer. And and we responded to that particular need now in the consumer community by ensuring that first of all, our pricing uh, in terms of single product offers were really great. Secondly, um, you know, the promotional campaigns that we ran, it was short, it was sharp. Uh, and then thirdly, of course, you know, the bulk offers that we've got over these, over this particular period. Mm. Understanding that very often now over this period, families were shopping together and they were sort of, you know, getting their uh, shopping list together and then going as a family to go and shop in order for them to take advantage of promotions, such as, for example, three for two. Mm. And then of course, a record period. In terms of returning cashback uh, to the consumer, well over 100 million rand in cashback returned over the uh, over the peak trading period.
0: I'm so intrigued because I'm very familiar with cashback and uh, three for two. It's the first thing I ask before I swipe my own card at <laughs> the till. Uh, and help us understand if that's actually improved the level of loyalty uh, and retention uh, for of customers.
1: Yes, it is. I mean, you know, we always have a very, very loyal uh, pharmacy customer. So if you look at the Club Card program, 86% of people that shop generally, uh, if I look at the uh, full year trading performance, mm-hmm. are of course uh, Club Card customers and just marginally under 80% for front of customers so overall well over 80% of every sale to a customer is actually to a club card customer mm. that's an invaluable asset that we have and i think the customer gives us credit really for consistency um, and i think just really understanding who they are mm. and meeting them at the at the moment of need
0: 100% that's, that's really critical. I, I am going to sidestep and uh, perhaps have a look at United Pharmaceutical Distributors, uh, (UPD) <clears> as your bulk and wholesale division. Uh, give us some insight there. We do see a 6.3% uh, percent decline. But as you mentioned in your numbers, this is really around rationalizing it, uh, the bulk distribution portfolio. Put that into context and help us understand if the national uh, freight rail and logistics uh, challenges we've had have actually impacted your business in this regard.
1: Well, you know, we looked at the uh, distribution business in particular because always it's an issue of how much capacity do you have and understanding that, you know, if you've got to increase your capacity, it comes at a cost in an environment, you know, where pricing is very highly regulated. And so two things. The first is we wanted to ensure that we had capacity for those of our distribution clients that were growing either through, uh, product portfolio acquisitions, mm. or just because of um, size of market share gains within the market. And we had a number of those. So we wanted to, first of all, make sure that those customers that have been with us in distribution, that we would be able to accommodate their growth. The second one, and this is a tough thing for any particular business, mm-hmm. was to take really hard decisions in terms of um, partners that were marginally profitable, 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 profitable to the for the more profitable customer. So some tough decisions that we took there, but that will um, uh, we've always said we thought that that ultimately will benefit the bottom line result. The second bit, of course, is that we are now nearing the end of our SAP systems implementation within the pharmaceutical wh- wholesale part of of United pharmaceutical distribution. um and and there we are so fortunate because of course, in League which is the last of our dcs that went that's 60 percent of total wholesale and we were able to really get to pre-systems implementation service level uh, you know levels within a two-month period so that i think is very pleasing we had promised the market that we had understood how to um do the systems implementation much more efficiently and i think all the work that the team at upd had put into that ultimately paid off and I think that's something that I'm incredibly proud of uh, in terms of what that particular team has achieved because I can assure you for any one of us, I've been through mm-hmm. SAP systems implementations myself in a in other lives and it's a tough one. Mm-hmm. You know, we always say, oh my goodness, you know, you're going with SAP, it's, it's tough, but once you've done it, it's just so much more efficient. The quality of your reporting is so much better. Your decision support um, coming out of your analytics, you know, if once you've implemented SAP, is so much better. So we are very pleased, I think, and satisfied with where we are. And I and I really must commend Trevor McCoy and his team mm-hmm. for the work that they've
0: done in in UPD. Hundred percent. Well, we look forward to touching base with them too uh, uh, once your full year or half your results are released to to get Mm -hmm. more insight into into that particular performance. Uh, Before I let you go, Bettina, I am keen to talk about Sorbet. Uh, We're well aware Mm -hmm. that that transaction also took place in June of 2023. Uh, You've seen a phenomenal uh, level of interest as well in terms of franchise and corporate sales. Give us some perspective there as to how this has also contributed to the growth in uh, revenue and sales.
1: I must say this is probably one of the easiest transitions you know when you do an acquisition uh or you know you are taking on board another partner it's always difficult you wonder about values you wonder just about all the gremlins that are hiding that maybe you know you 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 were you didn't see fully It's been an absolute pleasure bringing Linda and the team on board such congruence in terms of values and also just the approach to doing business um where are we very fortunate uh is that of course you know what we bring. As very strong edge as a as a as a clicks company, um, and just you know every single week we look at the previous week's performance and we drill down at it, and I think they've benefited from from that level of detail at which we look at any business performance. And just understanding then which are the areas we need to focus on. So I think that's been very positive for Linda and the team. And they've really been fantastic at taking on board the feedback from ourselves and working uh, with that. You've seen a 12.3% really growth within Sorbet. The franchised uh, store sales are not reflected in our numbers. So we are giving the market a sense of that. And then I think importantly, we see phenomenal results in Sorbet coming out of uh, actually um, Sorbet Man is probably one of the strongest performers, performers. and then, of course, the hybrid um, salons where they do both hair care, uh, manis pedis, uh, and and facial treatment. So I think that's very positive. Interestingly, Mm -hmm. is the fact that we're now being approached from uh, a number of players both within the South African market and outside, um, you know, places as far as Mauritius, um, Zambia, Botswana. Oh, wow. And, you know, you know, people are saying, you know, what can we do to get Sorbet in our country? So phenomenal, I think, in terms of the interest and the prospects of how much further can we really grow the Sorbet brand.
0: This sounds incredibly interesting. Uh, It would be uh, fantastic to see how that does transpire into growth and of course increase reach across the continent. Uh, I guess as we do close off with Bettina, it's uh, an interesting year ahead for South Africa from a political front but also when it comes to macroeconomics and looking at your numbers, it certainly seems as though this past festive season was just that really festive given the outcomes and and shopping trends we saw South Africans participate in. But what does this mean for the outlook for the remainder of the year especially in light of uh, potential? changes maybe from an interest rate point of view in south africa
1: well you know we're so close now to our interims you know we, we we won't talk about the outlook now but i think if i just generally spoke about the corporate uh environment and maybe reflect as a consumer myself i think still constrained you've seen that i think in terms of uh, commentary coming from the guys that have been to Davos. Some of the economic pundits that we've seen talking about just how difficult it still is. Mm -hmm. There's been some alleviation. I mean, load shedding hasn't been uh, as bad as it was a year ago. So I think that's positive. And you can see more of the corporate certainly investing in renewables, which is good for for the environment as well. Uh, The second bit is I think there does appear to be an easing now uh, of inflation uh, as we're going forward. And I think that's very positive. We still continue to watch the Iran dollar exchange just because there are so many of the input factors in even in manufacturing of South Africa. And, of course, where uh, any of us import products, uh, you know, that that's an important consideration for us. On the other hand, it does seem as if the agricultural sector will really do much better. We've had very good uh, rain. Uh, I was traveling, uh, visiting our stores in the Free State uh, in December and everywhere where I went, you know, I could see uh, you know, tractors and the like on fields and people were really working the fields in the agricultural sector. And that must be positive for all of us because of course it means that some of the basic foodstuffs uh, will become cheaper. Um, so I think there are some positives. It's always it's always going to be a mixed bag. I will just say what we focus on in our company and that is to say, just focus on the things that you are good at. Uh, be, uh, you know, don't overcomplicate things. And always keep the consumer or your customer at the forefront of every single thing that you do. And if you focus on that, then I think, you know, your business will be
0: successful. 100%. Bettina, we're going to have you here for a masterclass soon. <laughs> can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> Thank, you so Thank you so much, so much for your much time room. as always. Really appreciated and looking forward to touching base with you during the interims as well. You missed, missed it, it live. 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 Catch the broadcast on Kaya959.co.za.